This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Hello and welcome to Comedian versus Economist or the Equity Mates Media feed, if that's where you're tuning in uh, for a very special bonus episode. My name's Adam and we're joined as always by my little older brother and real life economist, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Yeah, good day, Adam. And we are also thrilled to be joined by the Equity Mates boys, Bryce and Alec. How are you going, lads? Very well, Adam. Very good. Thrilled to be here. Thrilled to be here. That's the way. Hey, uh, we are doing this special episode because we wanted to do a quick recap on the ASX share market trading game that we've all been, uh, I don't want to say excelling in over the last uh, few weeks because none of us have been excelling by any, by any measure, but uh, it has been a lot of fun. Um, registrations for Game 2 will open on July the 7th if you're interested in taking part. Uh, again, if you missed out this time round, uh, with trading scheduled to start on August the 11th. And again, we'll run for 15 weeks. So it's 15 weeks. You get $50,000 of virtual cash and an opportunity to try and turn that into as much as you can or as little as you can in <laughs> Alex's case. Um, so <laughs> um, before we get started, I just couple of quick shout outs. So shout outs to Gus, who was the uh, unfortunately the lowest ranked member of the Equity Mates League, uh, who managed to turn 50K into 25K, which is admirable in itself. Pretty hard uh, and to also do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jack, who was actually uh, had the highest total of all players in the game, but unfortunately couldn't be the official winner uh, because he is a financial uh, investment analyst. Sorry, uh, so but he did finish with the highest total of sixty-two thousand uh, dollars. So what I thought we'd do just to get started is maybe can, just, can I quick- just can I just check that? So he wasn't allowed to win because he was a finance industry professional. Yes. So yes. in the ASX eyes, we're not finance industry professionals. <laughs> no, no, Thomas. In the eyes of ASX and ASIC, we are not financial professionals. <laughs> I also don't think they spent a lot of time thinking about us and uh, we were pretty far off the winners. Shall we? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear from our results. We're not yeah. finance yeah. industry professionals. Safe to say, Thomas, at 39,990, nobody cares if you're a financial professional or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Thomas, why don't we start with you then? I've, I've, I've revealed, I've given it away already. You finished with 39,990. Um, maybe just give us a recap on how you approached the game uh, and, and how you went about it. Yes. I, I mean, I think, I think I started with oil initially. I kind of wanted, I felt that was going right, but that, that trade didn't work too well. I sort of got in a bit late and missed the, missed the pop in that one. And then I was sort of going for some reopening trades. I, I thought I thought that the CBDs would open quicker than expected, but none of those trades worked out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I bought City Chic. I held City Chic through the uh, through the whole story, and 
And I just no idea what was going on with City Chic. Like it would just be down 10%. And I'd be like, try and research the news. I try and understand why, but couldn't find anything. So mm. that one didn't work out so well for me. If, if you feel bad about holding that e-commerce stock, uh, one of our equity mates here in the office held zip all the way Ooh. through the game. So <laughs> maybe I'm sure he feels worse than you do. It wasn't Gus by any chance, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Gus managed to actually lose more money than this player. <laughs> That's an achievement then in itself to be holding, to be losing that much without holding zip. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Right, so Thomas, so how did you feel? How did you feel? So you, you finished with roughly 40,000. Uh, yeah. what, what was your key takeaway? Oh, that I'm not very good at picking stocks. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of key. Not, not, not as a, like a short term. Like I think, yeah, the sort of thematics that I was working with on a three-month horizon don't work particularly well, particularly when the, the market's getting monstered by sort of a general sell-off anyway. So like, you know, Maybe my stocks outperformed their peers, but I don't. I don't know that they did. And in a three-month horizon, they're just all heading south. And the only successful trade I made was buying into the Bear ETF. Right. Uh, that was the, that was the only one in the green for me. Did you Everything do that early enough, or was that right at the end when you? Oh, I think it was about about a month or six just, weeks just to go. Just before the dead cat bounce that we had a couple of weeks ago, where <laughs> yeah. it all went up again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Bryce, yeah, Alec, yeah. any thoughts well, on Thomas's approach, his portfolio, uh, comments, nah, criticisms, I mean, feedback? I'm, I'm, I'm open to anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, what you thirty nine 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 zero. Um, the average participant value was forty four thousand, but only six percent of people who played the game made a profit in the equity mates league, or generally. Generally, wow, wow, yeah. Tough, um, tough market, which we obviously have all experienced. We're all just, we're all just index trappers. I'm blaming the, the I'm blaming the market. Yeah. Uh, I, this is a pittance compared to I, what I've lost in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the oil, the oil trade, definitely. You weren't alone there. I was similar. That was my thinking. Oil and grain. I think Bryce was also oil. Um, so Thomas, you weren't alone in in that trade, and you weren't alone in losing money. So mm. read into that, however you will. <laughs> Misery loves company. So well, on, on that note, Alec, uh, you finished with thirty nine seven seven six. So just yeah. twenty four dollars <laughs> behind Thomas. Uh, talk us through how you approached the game and uh, how you ended up there. So if we go back to when the game started, the two big stories were inflation and um, the Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So I went into oil stocks. Uh, the beta shares have an oil ETF. Um, and then also wheat. I got into Grain Corp because I figured, you know, um, commodity prices, food prices would go up. But then this was this was where it all started to unravel. Um, I figured inflation. Well, we've been hearing for years that Bitcoin is digital gold and a store of value when it comes to uh, inflationary times. So I decided to test that thesis and got into the crypto ETF. I held it all the way through the game and I lost uh, four grand, or I think about a third of what I put into it. So not great there. Oil and wheat did okay. I actually still hold Grain Corp. It's the one position I'm up on. I made $300. So feeling pretty good about that. Um, but then I decided to be a contrarian and call the bottom. Right. I said, I said we're, we're through the worst of inflation. 
Uh, interest rates aren't going to rise as much as people think. And so I sold my oil holdings. I went into the FANG ETF, decided to get back into tech, and also got into the triple leveraged <laughs> ASX 200 ETF. <laughs> Gear, G E A R. People now, let me say. I'm uh, talking about, not about, about how you shouldn't chase your losses. Alec, I feel like triple leveraged is a sign of somebody who's lost a bit that's thinking, you know what, I reckon I can make this back quickly. Look, a 15-week game probably had 10 weeks to go at that stage. Uh, You just have to go for it. Like, I wasn't playing to Mary. 50th. I was playing to win. It's a 90-yard pass. (laughs) But um, you might have realised I was wrong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm down about $2,500 on the FANG ETF. I'm down at about $4,000 on uh, the triple levered gear ETF uh, to go with the $4,000 I lost on my crypto ETF. You can start to see how all those losses add up. At that point, I realized I wasn't going to win it. So I sold a few of my positions and I actually just held cash. Uh, well, I held about twelve grand cash for the remainder of the game. I decided to stem the bleeding a little bit. So... I my biggest conclusion, um, I am not a short term yeah. investor. <laughs> I think it's a good point. I think if Bitcoin, we'd all have just like hell? bought some stocks because you had to buy some to play the game. You couldn't just sit on your fifty grand cash. But if we just bought and then yeah. sold immediately everything to return back to a cash position minus fees associated with making, you know, eight trades, then you'd be in pretty good shape. Probably better than the vast majority of the uh, of the participants. So uh, oh, there you go. Better luck next time, Alec. Uh, Bryce, Bryce, you Better did you did time. remarkably well compared to the rest of uh, the rest of the three of us, at least. Anyway, and pretty well compared uh, overall. You finished with forty nine thousand and seventy seven dollars. Talk us through it. How'd you do it? Well, how did I do it? Similar to both uh, Thomas and Ren, started with a hard oil thematic at the I start. I like I've missed so out here. On, uh... You guys all get together, a little party. Like, what do we do? I reckon we should all buy oil. Yeah, but don't tell Adam that we're buying oil. <laughs> Adam, I... You I, missed that meeting. No, I listened to your, your podcast episodes with your brother where he explained his oil thesis. So, <laughs> no excuse me not to get on it. Uh, oil and energy. So, I, I, I did the... OOO ETF yeah, beta shares, um, which is um, oil. Uh, then I bought Woodside, and they, uh, beta shares also have a fuel ETF, um, F U E L, and it's um, uh, more energy, uh, sort of general than just a, a, a exposure to oil. And you know, at the time, energy markets as a whole was was doing pretty well, given what was going on over in Ukraine. So I took out the biggest positions I could on all of those. I think my portfolio hit a height of 51,500 at one point. I had semi in there though, which was like a semiconductor ETF. It started tanking hard. Uh, so I got rid of those and just went as large a position as I can shorting the market bear, B-E-A-R is the, is the short. Um, and, then, and then went cash with about two weeks to go, um, about half cash. So I had about... Um, twelve or thirteen grand in cash sitting there at the end, and and then just wrote it out. But my portfolio did is exactly <laughs> as I thought it would. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Uh, before we uh, start talking about Bryce's portfolio, now that we've gone from mm. Thomas and I who lost money and no one would think we're talking yeah. investment advice because we lost 20% of our portfolio each, um, we're, na- we're mentioning a lot of products here, mm. but remember, this is a game. This isn't real money. This is all us just throwing darts at a dartboard yeah. and trying to figure things out. Yeah, it's not and it's a short time horizon product. too. Like It's Absolutely. 15 weeks, Absolutely. right? So th- there's not a long time for this to play out and for trends to reverse. And we've been in, you know, we're in a bear market now or whatever. So um, tough, tough conditions. I-, I am noticing though between between all of you, there was a almost... M- entirely ETFs made up your portfolio. So was that, did you think about individual stocks? Did you kind of just go look for this game? It's going to be best to chase those, I guess, bigger themes. I had a couple of uh, individual stocks, but I've played this game before and I knew that I didn't have the time, nor did I want to spend the time keeping track of it all. And so I went at this from a, a, I think a larger thematic point of view, what's likely to play out over the next sort of 15 weeks that I can just get broad exposure to and then put my head in the sand and not have to look at it. So that's how I played it. I think for me, there's two ways in 15 weeks. Like any sort of deep value work or valuation work or like forecasting the future prospects of a business, that all goes out the window in this game. 15 weeks, uh, you know, you just don't, those those theses don't have time to play out. So you either trade thematics, which is what we did and you know, oil and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I owned individual companies, I owned Woodside for a while, owned Santos for a while, but that was because of the broader thematic. So that's one way. Or you get into the momentum trading game and you look at, you know, buy and sell volume. And, and I think the winner, well, the person who made the second most money after Jack, um, he was a, he had a momentum strategy, but, I didn't have the time to. You, you guys, you guys had momentum strategies too. It's just that your momentum day. was down, so. Yeah. <laughs> you just picked the wrong oh, momentum. Flip, That's flip all. Chart, Next time, go chart. with that. Go with the upward trajectory on the momentum. Would be, would be my advice. Um, I feel like I can give you some advice too because I did. I did okay. I finished out of the four of us. Finished second. I had forty four thousand two hundred forty six dollars. Um, you know, obviously I didn't go chasing oil speckies like the rest of you. Um, I, you had an exciting strategy though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's recap, you uh, had an ex- <laughs> let's recap your original thesis, which was, uh, based around sports teams. as I remember. Yeah, that's right. Uh, pretty solid, pretty solid thesis behind it. Um, I figured everyone loves sport. Uh, I love sport. So why not just get on board with sporting teams? I think the biggest mistake I made in hindsight, I bought CBA, um, big sponsors of the cricket, probably not the smartest move heading into winter. 
Um, so you, uh, unless you're uh, unless you're up late at night watching Australia's tour of Sri Lanka, um, I feel like maybe CBA didn't get the exposure that I was after during the 15 weeks of the, of the game. So um, so yeah, CBA it actually performed quite strongly early on in the game, uh, but it's finished $163 down in my portfolio. So um, the other ones that was interesting, I, I found that I couldn't, a lot of the other, like Origin Energy, I think is owned by an international company. There was a bunch of other sporting sponsors. Um, and like yourself, Bryce, I, I got to the point, I thought I don't have the time and, and energy to do the researching of, uh, you know, lower ranked sporting teams for local sponsors. So uh, once I ruled out international sponsors, I thought I need to change tack. Um, so I bought a few stocks that we covered off on the show. I bought uh, AGL when we're talking about it, when Mike Cannon-Brooks was talking about uh, the demerger. Uh, that actually ended up in the only one in the green for me. Well, that was $30 in profit. So I guess people are liking what AGL's doing maybe. I got, uh, what else? Oh, I, uh, Fortescue, so I bought Fortescue. That that was a train wreck, uh, an infinity train wreck, you might say. So as soon as we covered off uh, Twiggy Forest's uh, ideas to have an infinity train, it seemingly uh, tanked. So maybe we're partly responsible for that. And then I really thought that I really thought cyber warfare. You know, you guys know me. I like my cyber. Uh, I really thought cyber warfare was going to kick off hard during the the Russia Ukraine conflict, um, and. Either it did and nobody noticed because it was too good or uh, it didn't really materialize. And so I bought the hack ETF and that's performed pretty miserably as well. Um, so I don't know whether that's whether that's a cyber thing, whether that's just part of a general kind of sell-off in tech, um, you know, part of the NASDAQ and whatever. So um, anyway, I'm pretty happy, to be honest, as probably the, the least yeah, informed nice. and the least qualified uh, of the four of us here, that to finish to finish second, I'm pretty happy. Um, yeah, thoughts, uh, comments. Well played. Well, like I mean, it just goes to show there's plenty of different <laughs> strategies, and they all play out differently. I, I'm I'm interested to hear Thomas's thoughts because you know Thomas, a professional economist, classically trained, yeah. getting beaten by his comedian brother. That's that's what's yeah, it's, yeah. It's a bit of a theme in my life, actually. Find <laughs> economics hasn't been the money maker I was expecting it to be. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, our parents are just proud of one of us. Uh, <laughs> um, too good. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Adam's the economist in the family, and Thomas, you've got some stand-up comedy chops mm, that you just never mm. tested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, um, there you go. I reckon that that pretty much does it. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed playing along at home. Um, send us a message if you've enjoyed the game. CVE at equitymates.com uh, or via the website equitymates.com forward slash CVE. Uh, get in touch. Let us know if you beat Thomas as well. I would love to hear that personally. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, we'll give you a shout, on, shout out on the show, definitely. Bryce, Alec, anything you guys wanted to, to add before we wrap no, up? No, I think um, I would just encourage anyone who's a bit uncertain about um, the stock market. This is definitely a great way to test a few strategies or get used to just the process of, and emotions of being involved. Nothing quite like having real money in the market, but it's a great initiative from the ASX. Um, and congrats to... And congrats to Jengas who came first, uh, Robert and Wayne second and third, all of which made um, pretty impressive pro profits given 
the um the market conditions so um yeah i give it a crack so yeah if you missed it registrations for game two open july the 7th uh trading will start on august the 11th and again run for 15 weeks so uh head to the asx website if you'd like to get involved i think asx.com.au i haven't researched that either but i think that's a fairly yeah. safe guess uh so head over there for more information to sign up and register uh, thank you to you gentlemen for playing along. It's been a lot of fun uh, and I look forward to talking to you all again soon. Likewise. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Adam. Thomas. Cheers, guys. Equitymates Investing Podcast is a product of Equitymates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.